Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Yeah, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. You're live on the new Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. My pleasure to be on today. For sure. Um, yeah, we uh, we were trying for the longest to make this happen. Uh, glad we finally got to it, so thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so today uh, I wanted to talk about cookie cutter couples and um (laughs) i i imagine that i imagine that you didn't know what that was or you've never heard that before but you knew what i was saying when i said that (laughs) is that about right yes yes i i I, um have an understanding of it for sure for sure yeah i um i was just thinking about it because you know, there's a lot of struggling relationships out there throughout the pandemic and and whatnot. And I'm just like, maybe they weren't supposed to be together in the first place, you know, because a, a lot of people, they stay together for the dog and pony show, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what is your uh, what is your experience with love? With love, um, so I was married very young. I had my son at 18. Um, I met my husband um, in high school. He was my high school sweetheart. Nice. And, um, yeah, we were married about 13 years till we um, we were divorced in, like, 2015. Um, and I had my second child at 21. So divorced, but we are definitely cookie cutters because really? back and forth back and forth like cutting the cookie dough here and there right can't make up our minds if we're going to be together if we're not going to be together trying to make it work but also still in love not wanting to date just very comfortable with each other and you know just trying to make it work and uh, everything has to go my way, or there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so pretty much, I mean, after putting up with a lot of things that he's done in the past, you know, um, now it's about um, trying to come together and decide whether we're going to move forward or we're not, or you know, we're both. I'm I'm turning forty in January. Oh, congratulations! So younger. And um, he just are off to college. So now it's just a matter of deciding whether we're going to, you know, stay together or move on and, you know, 
and decide what we need to do with our lives, you know, and it's a hard thing, especially when you've been together for so long, you know? Most definitely. Now, is this, uh, is this mutual, do you think, or is this something just you feel? I think it's mutual. I think it's a mutual thing. He definitely wants to be with me more than I want to be with him because I think I'm perfect. So, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a <total> package. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I feel like I work, I cook, I clean. Um, you know, um, I have a good job. I'm a good homemaker. I don't go out a lot. Um, and I feel like he just needs to, uh, he's like a, a kid in like a 40 year old, you know, man body. Like he still wants to go out, have a good time and not come home. And I'm more of like wanting that lifestyle of being a family, being home, getting along. And, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just kind of a different thing. You know, like one night he went out gambling and I had to, you know, teach him a lesson. He came home with his wallet empty and we had bills to pay so he was going to go to his friend's house and go gambling later on in the evening so I filled his wallet up with lunch meat you know so I took all his cash out filled it with lunch meat you know salami cheese the whole nine yards <laughs> wow and, um, <laughs> you are a savage Tanya <laughs> that's hilarious so when he got to the house to gamble he pulled out his lunch meat. He had no money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, so it's, it's about, you know, he's not listening, so now I'm coming up with tactics to get him back. Or, well, you know, well, how do you know? Like, like, like how, children. How do you know that he doesn't um, do it on purpose because he knows your your weakness, you know? Yeah, Exactly. Like two two wrongs two wrongs don't make a right, and and it's like uh, as much as it it's uh, painful or and you want them to like do it a certain way. I think sometimes when you just let them be free, they uh, they all of a sudden acclimate. Yeah, that's definitely something to think about. It's definitely we are like I said divorced, but then it's not good like being off and on either. Like right. he's then you'll leave and stay at his parents and then come back. It's not a healthy situation. It's not a healthy, you know, situation for my kids either. But then we separate and then we want to see each other again because the, the sexual part is there, the, you know, attractions there, the love's there. Um, it's just that we're so much alike. Like he was, he's a Capricorn and I was always think we're right. Yeah. It, there's no... There's no in between. And you, you know? and you both you both are always trying to uh steal the sunshine. Because yeah. You know, sometimes Capricorn goes into goddess mode or, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like and so that's probably a constant yeah. battle. You know? It is. It's a battle. It's a constant battle. And who's going to win the battle? And right. nobody will let down and that's the problem until finally then we start missing each other and then we apologize when we get back together but it's it's an, it's an emotional um it's an emotional roller coaster it's not good for your mental health it's not good for your health it's not good for 
yourself to let yourself go that way. Um, so initially, you know, a decision has to be made, you know, and to see whether we're going to stay together or, or not stay together, you know. We both tried therapy. That doesn't work because we leave there and we both don't listen. Or, you know, Capricorns, we just don't listen. One in, in one ear, out the other, basically. And I can admit that about myself, you know. Yeah. No, that's good. You so, can. You can. Now, do you um, do you think that you you obviously think that there's hope to to make it work? So, what if um, what if you just tried to take a break? Yes, we've actually tried that. We've actually tried taking breaks. Um, we both dated other people. Mm-hmm. In the past, when we um, divorced in 2015, and the dating scene isn't all that it's cracked up to be. Of it's course. not the same, you know. Um, when you get comfortable with one person, it's hard to date, you know, in your 40s and things like that. And we both did that, and we weren't happy. So that's when um, we ended up getting back together because it was just like. I guess we didn't try hard enough. I think you just have to keep dating and keep meeting people and keep talking to people. Um, And I don't think we even tried enough because the whole time we were, like, still seeing each other. We were still texting each other. There was never a moment where we were completely not speaking to each other. Yeah. And and, and that's hard. You have to, like, break away and you have to say, I'm not going to talk to this person. I'm not going to see this person. It's almost like mourning a death. And it's crazy to say that but that's the way it is it's like mourning that someone has passed away they're still alive but they've passed away and you can't talk text see them nothing and that's so hard when you spend you know your whole life with someone that it's very difficult to do that you know yeah you know one time one time i went through it i went through it with a relationship and i knew it had to be ended and um so i called my dad and i asked my dad about it and told him what uh what I was going through and whatever. And he said, Well, well, cat, you know, you just gotta remember the good times. And <laughs> and at the time at the time when he said that, it was kinda like, that's all you got, man. Like I'm over here, I'm going through it, you know, whatever. And I was like, That's all you got? You know, I didn't I didn't well, say it sounds like that morning that death. Exactly. Yes. Like remembering the good times of that person that has passed. And it's true. It's a weird feeling, but that's the way it feels like when you break up with someone that you're you're in love with still. It does. It feels like a death. It really does. And it I really don't know how people have done it, like that are that are even strong enough to do it. I guess you have to be done. You have to be at that point in your life and in your mind that you're completely done and you know it and the person knows it when they're done they're done they yeah. don't want to continue yeah any longer um it's never been like anything cheating issues i think if i found him with another woman then that would kill the deal or it's just been us not getting along like that's been our whole thing you know like if he caught me in bed with another man or i caught him in bed with another woman then i think that would kill the deal of course but like but that hasn't happened, you know? So it's like, okay, well, oh, we're not together. Go move in with your mom, but I'm sneaking over there to have sex with him. Well, that doesn't make sense. Like, why am I doing that? 
it's almost like a game that we're playing, you know, and that game has to eventually end because it's, it's emotionally, like I said, and physically not good for my kids or for me or for him. So initially, you know, what is it going to take to stop being a cookie cutter? <laughs> yeah, that that's funny you said that because like I wasn't even going, I wasn't even going to that depth with cookie cutter because I don't, I don't really consider you a cookie cutter. You know, Tanya, and I I said this on the phone with you, um, every Tanya I've ever met or came across, the realest people ever, (laughs) you know, so, so shout out to, shout out to Tanya's out there, like, um, you know, so. Yes, I spell mine T-A-T-A-N, some Tanya spell it T-O-N. Yes. I don't know if the, the, uh, well, I guess mine's pronounced Tanya. Everyone pronounces it Tanya, so. But really, the way it spells is Tanya, and everyone asks me, "Are you Tanya or are you Tanya?" And I'm like, "Oh, Tanya." Yeah, <laughs> and most and most Tanyas are teachers, and I think that's where the issue resides. Is you're a teacher, like that's not literally your profession, but metaphorically speaking, you know, you're a teacher, and then um, your student isn't learning. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's probably what it is for you. You know, and and especially being a Capricorn, but from the sounds of it, he loves you very much. I mean, cuz you got to look at it from his shoes. He would have walked away same thing. You know, so I uh I think it's just the hard part. And my mom always says, "Isn't she's got the Italian accent. She's like, "He's never going to leave you alone. Just forget about it. He'll never leave you alone." Right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you're right. He's very jealous. Like he he doesn't even like me to go up to the mailbox at the mail if someone honks at me. He's like running out there, like oh, like who honks at you? Oh wow. You know, and yeah, that's not you know that's been kind of a thing too, like being able to. And I don't go out a lot with my girlfriends or anything, but just being able to do that because he's been like so jealous throughout our relationship as well. But then, well, have you been have you been jealous too though? With him? Uh, I'm not as jealous, but I feel like I do the same thing. Like, when he's out, I'm, like, texting him a million times, asking him where he is. Right. He's texting me a million times, asking me where I am. So, I feel like, okay, we've worked on that. Like, he, you know, he went out, like, a month ago, and I didn't text him. I didn't call him because I thought, okay, if I'm going to go out and I'm texting and calling him, he's going to do the same exact thing to me. So let me leave him alone. Let me, he'll have a good time. And then when I go out, I'll have a good time. And that's built with trust, too. You have to trust each other, yes. you know, and, and just kind of relax and just trust each other. Because if you don't trust that person and they're gone and you think bad things are happening, then that means there's no trust. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and like my uh, my brother told me this when I was a little kid. When the trust is gone, it's over. Like, no matter how many times you try and repair it or whatever, when there's no trust, it's a wrap. So do you think yeah, do you think that trust. he's, has he lost trust in you? And have you lost trust in him? Mm, I, no, I feel like that when we separated and we both came to each other, we both told each other that we've dated other people. He actually called me and he was like crying on the phone, like, "Oh my God, I slept with someone else." And I was like, "Why? Why are you call- Why are you telling me this? Like, I don't want to know." Right. But at the same time, it was like, "Okay, well, that that was felt really good that he was like honest about it." 
Yeah, so I don't know. a good feeling that we were both honest with each other. And then now we can move on. I feel like in other relationships, if they're not honest with their partner and they did, you know, sleep around or meet someone else and they don't know about it, then that trust is just not there. Amen. But then sometimes psychologically, if someone's always accusing you of cheating and not being faithful, that kind of means that, that your partner's not faithful. Right. So, you know... Kind of, but with us, I feel like we've been totally honest about about what we've done when we separated and things like that. So I, I trust him when he goes out. I'm not the type to think about it. He's more very jealous and, like, not trusting. And I don't know what I can do to get that back. Because I never really did anything for him not to trust me. So I don't know. That's something that, you know, has always been when we met each other at 15 he was always just very, like, um, he was like that guy at the party, you know, like, <laughs> like, the, like the bully at the school that would give people wedgies. He was like, if a guy would just even say hi or talk to me, and I'm Italian, so when I, when I see someone, I hug and kiss them. That's our culture. Sure. And he didn't like that. He wanted to beat the guy up right away. What are you talking? What are you, what is he, he just touched you. He just hugged you. That's my culture. You're like, you can't tell me not to be that way. And um, it's always been that way with him. Like, don't come near her. Don't talk to her. You know, um... Yeah, I've uh, I've seen some dudes who are some hotheads, you know, for for their partner. But I mean, in some cases that's a good thing because he's your protector, he's your rock, he's your ace, you know what I'm saying? Like he's your ace in the hole, like you know, this man loves you. I can I can just tell. So it's not about working it out. I think like I think just re- trying to remember why you guys fell in love in the first place. You know, what what was it? You know, you just described to me what really attracted to you, uh, you to him in the beginning. So you got to get back to that point, I think. You know, like, how can we make this fresh? How can we make this new again? Because now we're going to be empty nesters. And now we can play the game differently and take this trip or go there, you know. So I think with just... Patience, faith, and conversation. Communication is clutch. When when couples stop communicating with each other, it's a wrap. You know, it's a wrap. Like, yeah, there, absolutely. There and has to be the we conversation. Older, um, we have two boys. They're older. Sure. And he, we, we, we battle on like okay, like you know, my older one's going to Michigan State. My younger one's still in high school. But we'll battle. Like, he'll come home from work. He has a hard job. He's a job worker. He comes home exhausted. Um, I've been working from home for... I just feel like he gets mad at the boys. Like, they're not doing this. And then a lot of our arguments are between, you know, him trying to get the boys to do one thing and then I'm stepping in and saying something different. And I think I need to work on that. I know I do. Yeah. Um... I just get a little fearful because my son's a little older now and, and I don't want any fighting going on, you know. Um, but I I do feel like I need to get on the same page as him with that because when we are together alone, we go out, we have a great time together, um, I think everything's fine. And I think once the kids come in to play, we're arguing more because of right. the kids or financial or stresses with the job. Sometimes I don't feel like it's necessary, you know, necessarily us not getting along. 
I just feel like it fits with all, it comes with all the stresses that go along with a marriage or the relationship, you know. And it's learning how to balance it out and respecting each other because if you start disrespecting each other in front of your children, then they don't respect you. They Amen. don't respect you or the mother or anybody because you're not teaching them respect. Right. You know? So, yeah, and you gotta, you guys, you guys went into it creating a dynasty. Because, you know, it sounds like you're Italian, and I know how that goes, you know. And uh, so you you got to remember, you got to remember the dynasty you created and why you created it. And just get back to the love. You know, that's that's the main thing, I believe. Um, yeah, let's get back to that fresh start, that fresh love. And that's why every time we separate, it's like we're dating, we're, we're having dates, like we're going to get dressed up and go out, you know, you want to look nice for your partner, make them feel that they're wanted, things like that. That's important, you right. know, having those those times alone, too, is very important. And pretending like you're dating again, like the beginning, because that goes away. You know, you get the butterflies in the beginning, you're dating, you're dressing up, you're excited to see each other. And then as the relationship goes on, people lose sight of that. They lose sight of who they are. They lose sight of, you know, getting dressed up again, feeling good, going out to dinner together, having fun. Instead, it becomes that everyday routine, and 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 couples lose sight, you know, what, of what's important. You need that one-on-one time, that date night, and getting dressed up and, you know, feeling for each other again, like the beginning when you first dated. you got to have that, you know, because if you lose sight of that, it's almost like a job you're doing every day. Like, it's the same thing every single day. You know, like, it's very boring and very, like, you know, repetitive. Yes. So. Yeah, I, um, you just made me think. Uh, the other day, I went, I went to the mall, and I saw this older couple. They were probably in their, they're probably in their, like, late 50s, early 60s, something like that. And they just seemed so awesome. Like they seem, they seem like they're pretty wealthy, well off, and um, they just seem so clean cut and like awesome. And so when I was passing them going into the mall, I said, um, I said, excuse me, but I just had to say, you guys are goals, <laughs> you know. And he started, he started the guy, the gentleman started laughing, and he was like, um, he's like, well, we've been together for forty years. And um, yada, yada, I love her very much. And and he was like, but I got to ask you, what made you say that? And I said, well, because, sir, when I get your age, I hope to walk down the street with my my wife the way you do. <laughs> you know, like and he just he loved that. He loved that. And they both the did. Spark, and the so, love was still there. Yeah, the exactly. But I know I, now if you saw this couple you would think what I what I call a cookie cutter couple that you would think that's what they were like just putting on a show this and that if you didn't speak to them you know and but I I knew that wasn't that and I'm sure they went through their differences and uh, broke up several times like and he could have said that right then and there you know but um he didn't and they honored each other on the world stage you know, you have to honor each other on the world stage. It's it's so important, you know. And um, I you're gonna work it out, Tanya. 
This is this is like probably why we had this conversation because this is the universe letting you know it's gonna be okay, you know? Yeah, I think so too. I think it just takes a lot of work, just like anything does. It's not a simple. It's not a simple thing. It takes work. It takes it takes a lot of respect and respecting each other and just figuring, you know, what makes you happy. I mean, my parents have been married um, fifty five years. My dad met my mom um, 15, 16. They had my brother at 16. And they're still married, and they're so happy, and they love each other, and they laugh, and they just make it work. And my mom just, like, always made it work for my father, and my father always made it work for my mother. And it's like they're, till this day, they're they're happy, and they wouldn't even know what to do without each other, you know? And, um, And nothing was easy. Nothing was easy. You know, it's it's about the love and, and having the strength to, to make it go on for a lifetime, you know. And everything takes a lot of work and a lot of, you know, a lot of time and patience. You know, that's how I feel about it. True. Yeah, so true. Well, thank you, Tanya. I um, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Like, I, I hope it works out for you. I, I hope that you guys do stay together. Um. Because especially through the pandemic, people always seem like it always seems like there's so many options, you know, but are those options really worth it is the question, you know, no, and I and, think that, you know, a lot of like the Facebook and social media has ruined everything, you know, of course, and, you know, your relationships, people reconnecting on social media that they, you know, that they knew in high school or elementary school, and then they start to talk to them, and then the, the relationship builds, and then you're you're thinking you're neglecting the husband that you're with by doing that, and you think you're going to be happier, but everyone out there that's listening, I think you, I mean, really just focusing on what you have is, is better than, than going that route. I really believe that, you know? Amen. So true. Yeah, thank because you. You're getting that butterfly feeling at the beginning, but is it going to be there in the end? That's something you need to work on. You know, that butterfly feeling is not there, and that's what everyone thinks when they're starting to talk to someone else. Oh my God, I'm getting attention. They're telling me how good looking I am, and all this that you're losing at home with the husband you've been for years. But you can make that spark happen again. You can. It's just, it's just all on you. Yeah, the you older know? the older couple that I was talking about, they had that. They had those butterflies, so I, I don't think those butterflies go away. I think that, you know, they get trampled on, they fall from the sky a little bit, you know, stuff like that. But I think that if it's worked on and talked and communicated, those butterflies fly again, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, they come back for sure. For sure. Well, yeah, man, thank you. Thank you for this conversation, and uh, thank you for being on, Tanya. Thank you so much. You too, Hank. Take care. For Thank sure. You so much. Yeah, have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.